you don't know what to do about that toxic relationship, so you say. But once you ask yourself these four questions, you will most likely have an answer. And we'll talk about it right after this. Healing from hurt is a journey that sometimes can feel really terrible and even more scary to go at that alone. I know not just because I'm a counselor and coach today, but because I was there way before I found my way. And that's why I created the Truth Tribe Partner Journey to specially match like-minded souls who are already on their own personal healing journey and connect them through what I call self-care partnership. So that connection replaces what once was a very fearful, lonely trip. Your partner is waiting, so you don't have to heal alone anymore. Submit your info today for the chance to get matched with your self-care partner before the waitlist closes. If you are already a part of Truth Tribe, peace Truth Tribe, if you are not a part of the tribe yet, welcome. I'm author, counselor, and coach Zara Hairston, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one so you can get free and stay free from toxic mindsets and relationships. Why would we want to do that? Because love is wisdom and wisdom is so healing. I often get this question. Like, do I stay or do I go? And not just in what some would consider romantic relationships, but also in familial relationships, you know, family, friends, people hit a crossroads where their life's, their life is changing. They're growing in their thinking. And this person just doesn't seem to fit into the mold or they've had conversations with the person and things just aren't seeming to change. And they want often me to tell them what to do. And I am not one to give that kind of an answer. So what I do is I ask people these four questions and then they are usually able, really actually about 99% of the time, able to draw their own conclusion. Even if that conclusion and that answer is one that kind of hurts my heart a little bit, it does help them reframe what they're saying when they say, I don't know what to do. They actually do know what to do. But when they ask these four questions, they realize, hmm, maybe it's not that I don't know what to do. It's that I don't, I'm afraid to do what I know I should do. And that can mean different things. That doesn't always mean leaving the relationship. That may mean setting a boundary. That may mean um, limiting contact. That may mean a, a, a brief separation. And people are afraid of that, understandably. Um, but we want to reframe from saying we don't know what to do when we actually do. So these are the four questions that I usually ask people to ask themselves uh, instead of depending on an answer from me or even depending on an answer from someone else because you're the only one that's in that relationship, right? You're the only one who sees what's going on inside of that situation that other people cannot see. There are times where everyone around you could love this person, but you know them in a different way and it's very hurtful. Um, this particularly happens a lot in families where this person has a certain persona 
and people love this person. So you feel like you're crazy that you want to disconnect from having relationship with them because they're so toxic. And so people are in all different kind of relationships. Um, when I put on the cover, should I leave him? It's because the majority of people are at, it's really women more than men that'll want to know if they should leave someone. Men, I find oftentimes they just do it. They just like, they out, you know what I mean? But women can usually be a lot more sensitive. Um, they're a lot more thoughtful about the consequences of a decision. Um, where men may be just a little more logical and if it makes logical sense, they can disconnect where women are usually more emotional. And so it's very difficult for them to disconnect. But these are some questions that you can ask yourself, or if you know someone who is struggling with this, you can share this video with them. So let's consider these questions. The first question is, what is the alternative? What is the alternative? So oftentimes we feel like there's only this or that, and it's not always just this or that. You don't always have to be together or in the relationship. Some alternatives include presenting your, your problem that you're having and then offering some solutions and giving the person time to adjust to the solutions that you're offering or the things that you're saying that you want to see. So for example, say it's a romantic type of relationship. You may say, I want to go to counseling and I think it's really important. And in order for this relationship to work, um, I think you should go first because often what I find with people that reach out to me with marriage problems, oh my gosh, about 80% of the time, they actually don't have a marriage problem. They have a person in the marriage who has a problem that is causing problems in the marriage. And so oftentimes one of the alternatives is for that person to go get help for themselves solely because it's not a marital issue. If it's not a marriage that we're talking about, it could be a friendship. You can present to the person, this is what I have a problem with and here's why. And let me show you, you know, what I mean with an actual factual example. This is what I would love to see change. Can you admit to that? Can you, um, do you feel like you want to apologize for that? And you know if their apology is sincere or not. Um, I have a video coming up, breaking up with a friend, you know, friendship breakups, because those are really difficult, especially when you grow out of a person and you find that the only thing you have in common is the length of time that you've known each other. But even with friendships, you can present to the person what it is that you would like to see different and then give them time to see, you know, if they're gonna adapt or adjust in their behavior. And with that, they're telling you whether that relationship is just as important to you as it is to them. I'm sorry, to them as it is to you. So again, what is the alternative? That is the very first question. It, it, we don't always have to make these huge leaps. A second question I often ask people when they ask me this, because they literally want me to tell them like what to do. Um, and I'm just like, I'm, I don't have superpowers like that to tell you like, you know, what you should do. I could tell you based off of what you're telling me, um, what would be a wise choice. But even that sometimes a person is not giving all of the full details. So you could really misstep or misguide someone, um, if they're not able to draw that conclusion on their own. So I often like to ask them questions. And the second question that I often ask is, uh, what is my limit? What is my limit? 
Like, ask yourself that. How much can you take? Some people can take a lot much, a lot more than other people can take. But what is your limit for yourself? How far does this person have to go before it's enough for you? Know that for yourself. What are the non-negotiables? What are the things you just cannot live with? Because if you continue to live with them, they chip away at your soul and your emotional and spiritual health because it's almost like you're putting your your soul and your spirit in this um this state of a unhealthy compromise. So we have compromise that's healthy because it's for the good of both people. But then a compromise that's unhealthy is a compromise that is good only for the other person, but it's wounding you like tremendously. And that's unhealthy. So it's important to know what is your limit? Like how far does this person have to go before enough is enough for you? And that's going to be different for all kinds of people. Another question that I often ask people is what do my physical symptoms say? What do my physical symptoms say? Oftentimes our mind says one thing, our heart says another, but our body is telling us a whole nother story. Somebody could really out of their mouth say, I'm happy. And their body is worn down, their hands shake, they have anxiety, they are depressed all the time, they don't have motivation, they don't want to get their hair cut, they don't want to get their hair done, they don't really like to get dressed, they struggle just to get up and get in the shower just because of this relationship that they're in, which again is not just romantic. The cover is saying, should I leave him? Because the average question like more than any other question is from women trying to decide whether they should leave a man that they're with but this relationship can be far beyond that and your physical body will not lie to you <laughs> like you can lie to your mind and even to your heart sometime but your body will tell a totally different story so i often ask what do your physical symptoms say just thinking about this person, do you get startled sometime? Are you jumping? Do you have physical bruises on your body from them? You know what I mean? Sometimes it's because they're touching you and there's a physical symptom, but sometimes they don't even touch you with your hand. They just touch you with their behavior and it wounds you and people can't see that part. But you know, you feel tired, you feel fatigued every day, you feel hopeless, you wanna give up, you feel like you don't have no purpose. And um, a person can just rob you, I mean, suck you entirely dry of your energy. And it's very unhealthy. So ask your body, like, you know, what, what those symptoms are. And then a last question that I often ask people to ask themselves is, am I in denial? Am I in denial? <coughs> Excuse me. And I did a video on denial that you can check out if you want to go deeper into denial and how it can lead you to make certain decisions. But one of the ways you can find out if you are in denial is to ask yourself, what would you tell them? Say you say somebody came to you in the exact story that you're in, the exact situation that you're facing was a story that somebody came to you and told asked you, what are you, what would, what do I do? You often know right off the bat what you would tell them to do. You girl, listen, or do yo, such, such, such but then you wouldn't take your own advice. That often tells you if you're in denial, if you are saying, I don't know what to do about this situation, just as a way to push off making some really serious decisions to help your life go in a more forward, healthier direction, 
and reframing that to, I don't know what to do versus I actually do know what I need to do, but I'm afraid to do it. How can I get myself in a position to figure out what the alternative may be? What is the boundary I need to set? What needs to change in the dynamic of this relationship so it doesn't stay this way? And sometimes people don't want to ask those questions and they don't want to do that work. So they'll be in denial, but you can find out if you're in denial, if you ask yourself, if someone came to me and said my exact story, what would I tell them to do? And that's probably what you need to do, but you're denying it. So those are four different questions that you can ask yourself when you feel like you're not sure what you should do about leaving a relationship or staying in a relationship to help you just self-discover what it is that you need to reframe in your thinking so you don't have a toxic mindset that thinks that things are gonna change without you making some kind of decision and managing that decision daily. I have a line in one of my songs called um, Still by Zara Royalty and it says suffering is long, it is not forever. Some people believe they're supposed to suffer forever long suffering is long, not forever. So it's really important that we examine ourselves and really ask ourselves these different questions. What is the alternative? What is my limit? What do my physical symptoms say? Am I in denial? What would you tell them if they were telling you and it was your story that they were repeating back to you? I hope that helped. I'm author, counselor, and coach Zara Hairston. I, oh, I'm, I've been really um, busy with um, a lot of stuff going on with True Tie Partner Journey and all that stuff like that. So forgive me for being a little absent online. I'm gonna try to bump, like, um, put out a few lives this week because next week I'll be interviewing people for True Tie Partner Journey. Um, that were selected, I'll be, well, not selected, but selected for step two, um, interviewing to see if they're a final fit for the actual group experience and they are um, matchable with the other people that we're considering. So I wanna kinda like put out a number of lives that are kinda short, like this one, cause I'm getting ready to get out of here cause it's really late where I am right now. And um, that should hold y'all over until I come back because next week is gonna be pretty full. All right, y'all, I'm author, counseling coach, Zara Hairston, helping you remember that love doesn't lie. I expect you to live one because love is wisdom. Don't be a fool for love and wisdom is healing. Peace, y'all. I will see y'all next time. Oh, wait, hold on. I see y'all comments in here, but I don't really have time to go through them. Please forgive me. I will have to read y'all comments another time. Peace. They always told me love's supposed to suffer long. I looked it up in the lexicon and say that suffering actually means the act of being patient. Have I been patient with you? And who is to decide when long is long enough? And what do I do when I feel I've had enough?